Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. I'm Christine Guthrie. I'm from We Eat Stuff. And this is a podcast where we attempt to meet people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating, and we learn more about them. Our interview this week is with a local photographer who does partial food photography, but he mostly does what he considers street photography. He goes by the moniker ISR Photos, which, uh, which stands for I Shoot Raw Photos. A couple of you might know of his work from Instagram. He is a really big Instagram following and he does a lot of work with local people related to art and related to other industries. And so I hope you enjoy our interview. Thanks so much for listening. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for coming over. No problem. Um, so who are you? I'm considered ISR Photos. Um, that's going to be another story we can get through later. But I'm pretty much anonymous street and portrait photographer in local St. Louis area. So Cool. Yep. Very good. What'd you bring for us to drink? I bought Four Hands Key Lime, which I've never had before, but someone told me that it's really, really good. Nice. Uh, so I guess it's like a summer beer that they have right now. I, so. I could also go for the pairings if that's what it. So, oh yeah, I realize. Tacos and chicken. Yeah. Really good things. Cheers. Cheers. Alright. It's a little bit hoppy. It's a little hoppy. Yeah. So. I don't mind it. That's they good. didn't have any stouts. I wanted to get a stout, but mm. I nice didn't find any stouts. So this is what the other choice was. Mm. I like it. That's good. How would you um, categorize the art that you do? How would you describe that to people who've never seen your photos? I would categorize it mostly just raw, unposed photos. Mm -hmm. Unless I'm doing portrait photography, um, it's basically just all raw. People being themselves all about the human condition, not disturbing my surroundings and stuff like that. Um, but when I do portrait photography, I don't necessarily lean towards the basic smile and pose. I have some people that have no expression at all on their face, mm-hmm. or I like doing sets of different uh, emotions, you know, anger, happy, and uh, excitement or sadness. So stuff like that, something that you don't necessarily see every day mm-hmm. in social media. Because um, in social media, you always see the same faces. They're always happy and stuff like that. You don't ever see anything like somebody crying and something like that. And I think that's um, is a stronger image than anything else, like different emotions and stuff wise. So. Okay. Has that evolved over time, or have you always sort of had that idea? Um, I kind of had the idea of it, and it did slowly evolve into something more. Um, uh you know, I, you know, being me, I'm autistic. I have Asperger's. It's hard for me to sometimes understand or people's facial expressions. Mm-hmm. So doing this, I get to see the whole world as it is and all their expressions. Mm-hmm. So it's something that I can learn off of mm-hmm. and then improve myself. But otherwise, yeah, that's basically it. And has it helped you? Yeah, it has helped me. Um, I, uh, I'm not, my empathy towards people is kind of like low, so just seeing 
like different faces and like people going through different s- stages and stuff like that it helped me understand like be more like oh okay this person's going having a hard time or whatever mm-hmm. um and you know like i said you don't when you're on the street you don't just see people being happy some people are just have a zombie like face that are tired or you know i've seen a lot of people upset and are just going to work so mm-hmm. you know you don't get to capture those moments so mm-hmm. yep so why is it that you don't use your name I mean, unless, you know, a couple of people meet you in person. Unless they meet me in person for, like, if they're going to hire me reason so they don't get creeped out, then yeah. But otherwise, I don't like um, the fact that there's a lot of photographers out there, you know, and they don't do this on purpose, but they're, they're famous. And it's just, I've seen what money and, like, like uh, fame does to people. I'm not saying it does it to all people, but I don't want, want to be one of those people that just gets either greedy or... They get so involved with the fame and stuff like that that they just lose touch on what they're really trying to do. And, um, you know, I have a couple friends that do wedding photography. You know, it's great money. I understand that. But it's just they had so many other side projects that they would do, too, that did involve wedding photography that they're like money, money, money that they just don't do them anymore. And I don't I don't want to I don't want to make like make it seem like if I were to be open about my work and my identity, I don't want to be bored with this type of line of work and stuff like that. I want to be more interesting, more fun. And being a mystery is always exciting to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it feels a little dangerous, but for the most part, yeah. And then, you know, it also it also protects me, so in some weird form of way in my head. But uh, that's basically why. Just don't want to be the center point of everything. Mm-hmm. So Has that ever bothered people? Like, um, contacted you online? I've had a few people... A few people that were like, you know, I don't know, and stuff like that, or like, you know, I don't know if I want to hire you or not. Your work's great, mm-hmm. but rarely do I have that. Um, but for the most part, you know, I always tell them like, whenever I'm meeting a client or somebody who wants to do some work with me, meet in the public space. Let's go to Starbucks mm-hmm. or let's go to a local restaurant or something. Sit down, and that usually just basically. It hits off after that. It's good. You know, once they see me in person, it's fine. Um, but when I do, like, um, you know, my photo walks, which we'll get into later, um, you know, I always tell people, like, don't take my picture, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, that's usually never been a problem. So, and I get a lot of comments, like, they like the whole mystery aspect of mm-hmm. me being anonymous and stuff like that. So. Yeah. so it's mostly been positive? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Cool. So... We met you, uh, it was over a year ago. It was probably like a year and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, it's been a while. And mm. you were working at Taco Circus because we were doing some video shooting and mm-hmm. you've been doing some food photography. You've been getting a little more into food photography doing that. What sort of avenues has that opened for you? Um, so, okay. So, originally when I did photography, what has covered us now, is I used to do macro photography until I realized, oh, this is expensive and it's too time consuming and I'm lazy as hell. So, mm. I'm not going to do this anymore. And, and then I got into street. And then, so I don't get bored. I like to learn as much different types of photography as I can. So, food, everybody likes food. You know, St. Louis itself <laughs> is more of a food city photograph wise than a photogenic city meaning like people don't like their photos taken um and you know it, it's not that hard and i liked it i love food so why not take pictures of it you know i don't see why can't i do both um 
it also opens more doors for me and stuff like that. So I'm able to meet new people and then grasp some other connections and stuff like that. So cool. that's why. Nice. What'd you want to be when you were a kid? Hmm. I actually wanted to be a biologist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either that or I wanted to be a fireman. So, hmm. you know, the typical, the first, I, guess, I guess the second one is the typical what a kid wants to be when they grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really get into the art area until probably mid-high school year. Mm. Before I did photography, I've been, I did paintings, mm. stuff like that, yeah. sketches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that for about five years. I've only been doing photography for about six years. So mm-hmm. I'm still fairly new at it, so I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. So how long do you think it takes somebody to really get experience in photography? Um, that's a good question. Um, I would say as long as they got all the main keys down, like composition and stuff like that, it it just it just depends on the person. It may not take them long at all. It may take them years. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't, to me, in my opinion, I haven't. I haven't gotten that one shot that I want until mm-hmm. I gotten that one shot that I know that's perfect. Hmm. That you know that one thousand dollar photo <laughs> that I know that I've succeeded in what I'm trying to do. Hmm. Um, and like it's mostly I, I'm trying to get a street photo that's like that 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 winner shot well, that I'm had, still looking for. You had one picture of a guy being arrested. And I thought it was very poignant. Yeah, it 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 was a pretty strong photo. It it was really composed poorly though. But no, it's got it got a lot of tension. Yeah, um, I mean, I thought the uh, look on his face, person looking at you as being arrested there, just uh, look on his face. That was very. Just... Oh yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't see that. You know, yeah. like a lot of people, some photographers say almost a lot of people are afraid to sh- to photograph, especially people getting arrested by cops. They're always afraid to take pictures of cops, and they shouldn't be. Mm. Um, but you know, all the tense things that's been happening in St. Louis, I would understand why. But mm. I think the cops are more tense about, you know, when it comes to photography and stuff like that because mm. of all that's happened too. So they're more sure. lenient toward that now because of what have has happened in the past. Mm. Um, but yeah, that that could be a, kind of a touchy subject. And, um, you know, when it comes to like public property, people should know their rights when it comes to that. Mm. So In this day and age where you know, people care so much about protecting their own image, like, does that have a concern with you? Uh, for what would like somebody taking a photo of me or like or, me oh, taking a photo random, of them? Like, you take photos um, of someone else randomly. Cause sometimes you do just take random you know, photos of people, right? Like I said, St. Louis. So I'm trying. I'm trying to bring street photography to St. Louis, and then you get a lot of photographers in St. Louis. They're gonna be like, they they'll take pictures in the abandoned building and be like, this is street photos. It is, but it's more of a street candid photo. I'm trying mm. to bring what like Bruce Gilden, which is a famous. Um, photographer up in New York hmm. and um, what he does is just he captures just people like the human condition being themselves and stuff like that and um, I tried to approach that in St. Louis I want to bring sure. that to St. Louis you know because you know you know we have a very collective colorful group of people in our city why not capture that yeah. and it's very uncommon to, for people to approach people and take their picture without asking yeah. where if you go to San Diego or you go to New York or even Chicago, it's pretty common. It's not really mm-hmm. common here, as I yeah. know, because people are people are afraid. They're terrified to approach people. Me mm-hmm. having Aspergers, it's <laughs> I am I can take someone's stranger's photo, and not have a problem with it. I have a problem striking a conversation with that person. Yeah. Be like, hey, let me take a photo of you. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. My friend John, he's a like a, he's a photojournalist. Hmm. He he's able to just spark a conversation without any problems and. Yeah. It's just like a walk in the park for him. Me, it's just like, uh, it's just it's nerve wracking. It's very, it's all that pressure and stuff sure. like that. So I rather just take it without asking. Sure. Yeah. So. I mean, you find the you find the camera is a usual medium to almost like separate you from your environment. You feel a little safer, in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I like to get really super close to my subjects. <laughs> um, I don't. I tend to like in my my photo walks. I tend to lean people towards, like, away from uh, telephoto lenses and, you know, use your feet as your telephoto lens, get close yeah. and personal with your subjects and stuff. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm slowly getting people more involved in street photography. Uh, my friend Sean lives in St. Louis, and he went to Wash U. He's just been doing nothing but street photography. Now he lives in Chicago, and he's mm. been putting out some pretty impressive work. Cool. So he's been doing that. So I'm happy to see people are... Um, moving out of their shell and approaching it more. So, yeah, tell us more about the the photo walks you do and like how that got started. How's been so? Um, let's see. So we own the night STO. Used to do these photo walks, and um, <clears throat> they would pick like Sundays. I don't know why Sundays. There's nobody out on Sunday. Mm. Um, but we never really had a photo walk in St. Louis that was free. Um, that's, was more prone to teaching people street photography. Um, you know, there's this guy named Eric Kim, he does it, but he charges like $500 just Mm -hmm. to do what I do. And I was like, no, we're not going to have that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we are so far on our eighth one coming up in a few weeks. Um, I did the first one on Cherokee street. Yeah. Cherokee street. I know you guys came Mm -hmm. and, um, surprisingly, you know, we had, you know, 10 people not a big group. But it was a success. Um, it was a little, I was a little nervous at doing it because I didn't know how people would approach it. Sure. And um, it was just basically help people get into street photography. And like, if you shoot with a group of people, it's a lot easier than going out alone and doing it yourself. Um, but I also, you know, invited people who either just have a camera, either have a smartphone, camera, film, Polaroid that you had, or um, just like you know anything cheap or if they wanted to hang out and see uh, how what we do um they were free and welcome to come and then it really slowly evolved from people were like we want to learn other forms of photography so models and like yeah. other stuff and that we're actually doing a long exposure uh next weekend oh neat um that, so we're having them we used to have them at noon a lot we're now having them at like uh golden hour or we're having them at night so yeah. um it's 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 slowly growing, so I'm not sure how far it's gonna go. It's going pretty good so far. Um, I have three or four other guys that are really considered like the admins of the group because they've been there since the start. Um, they have two people who help me find models if I need a model. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's about it. But I do them every month. So cool. every time we do one, I usually have a video out announcing the next one. And the group either gets smaller or they get bigger. We get more females mm. than males or we get more yeah. males. It all changes. It's always exciting. It's a great way to network and a great way to meet new people. So, sure. Do you think photography is kind of a male-dominated field? Um, as f- Like right now? No. Not anymore. Mm. It's pretty. It's gotten pretty, pretty like half and half. Cool. I've met a lot of female photographers. But I would say 
I would say mostly for the females. They're doing. I see a lot of them doing weddings and like baby portraits, food, so, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Where you know, a lot of the guys I seen in St. Louis, they're doing more either like family photos or restaurants or uh, portraits, photography and stuff like that. So, gotcha. um, but yeah, so I think it's about halfway right now. Yeah, cool. So, are there any artists in town that you really admire? Um, or otherwise, I would say when it comes to portrait photography, I know you guys. I feel like you guys met him. Yeah, it's it's his Instagram name is Yes I Am Judd or something. That sounds very familiar. Yeah, I don't know his full name. Um, <laughs> he does. He's a local photographer. He does family portraits. I think in portrait photography. Mm-hmm. Um. Then, you know, when it comes to, like, the big guys who go to a bandies and, um, you know, stuff that, you know, your normal folk are too afraid to do, um, but they like to, you know, take the danger and get the excitement would be, like, Mike Romer or uh, St. Louis Fixie. Um, People like, you know, the big stars. Larry Bomarito is one of my best friends. Hmm. Um, Light Obscure, Scott. Yeah. He's, he's He's a really big hitter right now. Um, I'm slowly, um, transitioning to do, like, abandoned building stuff, because I like the colors, and sure. when you go into buildings and stuff like that, yeah. but, um, those pretty stand out to me. There's l- plenty more people that I can't name them all, but, yeah, mm-hmm. so. Cool. Can you talk a little bit about the, this new shift that you're doing, going to abandoned buildings? Um, as so. As much as you can share. Mm. Yeah, I've been sharing a lot of, like, view tops on the rooftops and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's exciting. It's exciting to, like, oh, you know, it's, it's the danger. I'm adrenaline junkie, so I like <laughs> danger. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I always, like I always says, I always want to challenge myself to do something that I'm not used to. Sure. Like, I just started getting into nude photography. We'll get into that mm-hmm. later. But um, I'm terrified of heights. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. terrified. Yeah. Don't have problems climbing them. It's when I'm sitting down or looking down at them that it makes my legs feel like rubber. Mm. Not a big fan, but it's something that I want to overcome. Sure. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's like you, you go into an abandoned building and, you know, our city is considered like the brick city, the stone city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of beautiful buildings around. And um, especially like when we went to Parks College, it's abandoned college in Cahokia. It's overgrown and like the green and light that comes through the windows and stuff. It's really pretty, but like you know, normal people wouldn't really think it's pretty, or they don't understand why. Mm. Um, so I'm not really sure. Mm. In my opinion, I, I like shooting it. It's fun. It it sure does give you a rush. That's that's for sure. Mm. Um, and it can be scary, but mm. as long as you're with a group, it's it's all right. I'm not telling people to go out and explore whatever abandoned building you find. I wouldn't really. I don't condone that, mm-hmm. but, um, it, you know, it, it's an interesting subject, but it is well overused in my opinion. Mm. Uh, a lot of people, young kids are going to abandoned buildings. It is overly used. Sure. So, um, I got, you know, like, you know, tomorrow I got a photo shoot, so I'll have some portraits coming. So I'm kind of, I'm done with abandoned buildings for a couple of days and then I'm going to be putting out some more portraits and stuff like that. So when you think of the word successful who comes to mind successful yeah not not necessarily with photography but just in general um, any aspect yeah 
Yeah, it's a hard one. I would say my sister Darla. Yeah. Um, she, um, I mean, she, so she is, I think she's got a master's in linguistics, which mm. I'm probably wrong, but she speaks many languages fluently. Cool. Um, I believe she got hired by Google recently, and she's always been the smart one in my mm. family. Um, I've been kind of like, uh, I'm not the smartest one in the family, but I'm not the dumbest one in the family, mm. so to speak. <laughs> so, so, so some yeah, I'm just the one that made the wrong decisions and stuff like I that. See, so, I um, I would consider her successful. Yeah. Um, she did a lot of schooling and stuff like that. So she deserves all that credit, all that <laughs> success and stuff like that. Um, I don't think what she, like the stuff that she got involved or got, is stuff that's not necessarily just given to people. You have to earn that. And I think anybody who earns something like that or works a lot, like works really hard into whatever they're doing is considered successful. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not a big fan of people who just like, they're just handed to them. It's mm -hmm. just not, it's not fair to, you know, regular people like us, mm -hmm. in my opinion. So. Mm -hmm. I didn't know your sister spoke a lot of languages. She I've... speaks Japanese. French, Spanish, English, maybe some Chinese, I think. Yeah, it sounds like... I Actually, I, I love languages as well. And I actually thought about studying, a, you know, majoring linguistics at one point in time. My favorite thing to do is learn the syntax of a language. I don't, syntax, semantics, not necessarily learn the vocabulary. Once I learn how the language functions, mm -hmm. that, then I'm kind of down with it. I'm not right. so interested in learning the, learning the actual uh, words. I tried taking Japanese, and I failed terribly at it, so... Genki desu yeah, I don't know. What that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I, think I, I think I was more reading comics than I was paying attention True. in class. Well, that's so. actually a great way to learn, too. True. Yeah. Or playing a video game from another language. True, that is true. Yeah. So, um, so I have a project coming up. Um, yes. I'm doing my second nude photo shoot. Mm. I, I, what's the right word? I think it's boudoir. Yeah, boudoir. Boudoir. Um, I knew I was going to say that wrong. Yeah, oh, well. I mean, anyway, um, it's something that I've always had to fear doing. Actually, no. It's just something that I always wanted to do. I haven't done it. It's on my bucket list of things to do. Uh, and the first one was successful, and I got a second one. It's coming up in September, so I'm super excited about that. And, um, you know, I've, I haven't done males yet. I've only been doing females. Mm -hmm. But um, there have been very supportive friends that are willing to do this in front of the camera and Ooh. stuff like that and it takes yeah. a lot of courage to do that sure um but i would say i was very surprised how the first one was just like just in and out and it was done it was very relaxed laid back and i was super nervous at doing something like that mm -hmm. and then i was very super nervous how my viewers were going to react to that because it's completely out of the realm that i usually shoot mm. um but, like, when I get so many ideas and stuff, like, I got to get them out and stuff. And I keep, some of them I keep pushing back. Mm. But um, definitely I got a few more ideas that's coming up that's not, you know, I guess would be portrait photography, but wouldn't be street. Mm. But it will be, again, completely out of the realm that I usually shoot. Mm. So that should mm. be coming up later next month. What's the uh, equipment that you use to shoot? So, um... I mainly use the Canon 1D Mark III. It's a very old camera. I don't, you know, I always tell people, because people are like, oh, why don't you have this camera? It has 24 megapixels. Megapixels don't mean shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, it doesn't. Um, mm. 
It's an old camera, it's from 2006. It's the main camera that I use when I do food photography, when I do events and mm -hmm. stuff like that. It gets the job done. Um, when I'm more like, you know, laid back and just want something small, or, uh, I'll just use my GoPro Hero 4 mm. or one of my mirrorless. And I do still shoot film occasionally. Mm. Um, I will use one of my mirrorless, uh, not mirrorless cameras, my range finders, mm. um, just go on the street, bring a couple of rolls with me and photograph whatever I see. I don't necessarily do that all the time because film is getting expensive. It is getting expensive to, mm -hmm. to, um, process. Sure. Um, but, uh. Yeah, that's basically all I use. I don't have 3 million lenses. <laughs> I don't have a $10,000 body. Yeah. I'm, I, that would be nice to have one, but I don't see that's going to happen anytime soon. So sure. um, yeah. I always like the, the old saying, the, the best camera is the camera that's always with you. Mm. I always tell people, don't get discouraged when mm. someone says, oh, you should shoot with full frame. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't make a whole lot of difference. Mm. Shoot whatever you're comfortable <laughs> with. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is some difference, but you know, I've, you know, compared to a full frame of my camera, I've taken some pretty sharp photos. So yeah. it's all about the glass. So that's mm. all I gotta say about that part. Yeah, that's what I hear a lot from people. That's something I've not invested too much in. I have one telescopic lens that costs like a thousand dollars, but it's just because I need right. an extra wide for a full frame. Camera. I don't like people who brainwash people and saying like oh, are you gonna do photography okay you need this camera sure. you need this full frame camera sure. that's a you know eight thousand dollar body no no i always lean towards people getting like here get this entry level camera or get a bridge camera sure. that gives you manual settings and control and stuff like that that's a good start yeah once you learn that that definitely you right learn the settings yeah I started with an iPod Touch. That was my first camera. You know, the cameras, the cameras on phones are getting so much better. If you, if you have perfect lighting, it's just as Oh, yeah. Good. You can use your phone, too. I've taken many great photos when I had my iPhone because mm. I can get so, so close to my subjects yeah. that they wouldn't even know that you're photographing them. Mm. What's that tattoo mean? Which one? This one that yes. everybody comments on? <laughs> yes. So that one's adrenaline. Yeah. And um, adrenaline. Yeah. Okay. Um, I get, get that? Where? Or when did you get it? I got I got this years ago, four four or five years ago. Mm. Um, was it your idea to get the strand like that as adrenaline? Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't like how like I see people with like different chemical formulas, but they're all the typical mm. ones you see like caffeine, mm. marijuana, yeah. um, like stuff like that. And I was like, oh okay, well I like I like going fast. I like doing crazy shit. Mm. So I thought I wanted to do adrenaline. This is the only. This is the one tattoo that gets so many comments. The old people love this tattoo, hmm. all the time. They're like, "Oh, that's cool," you yeah. know. But they're like, "Oh, you shouldn't get tattoos though." So. <laughs> well, like uh, I'm trying to look at the diagram. There's it fully right because I see that you have the uh, hydrogen oxide on to the points there, and then. Honestly, I just Googled the image. Oh, okay. So I hope that's right. If it's okay. not right, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, well, either way, no one's. Yeah, it's one thing. No one's, it's like, you know, a tattoo with Chinese symbols on. No one's what it actually means if an actual Chinese True. person. And, you know, or someone who speaks language. So I'm not saying it's wrong. Just I, I'm trying to say because like there's bonds coming off and then there's nothing in the lower part of it. So this part is cut off or something. I don't know what the two. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> We'll examine it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Do you have any interests or hobbies about you that no one would ever suspect? I love cooking. 
Yeah. Actually, yeah, I didn't know that. Cooking's a really big thing. Like, I grew up in a very foodie family. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to Thanksgiving, we didn't have your typical Thanksgiving food. My mom might make some with um, grape leaves. I don't mm. know the correct name for it, mm. what the Greeks call it. But um, we'll have, like, baba ganoush and stuff like that. Mm. Um, my favorite food I usually cook would be, like, soups mm. all the way. And then I love pasta mm. too much. I get <laughs> fat from eating that all the time. Um, and eat like breads. I'm a big, big fan of breads. Breads and really good olive oil. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I just like cooking. It's fun. Mm. It's it's art still. Um, I might come across like a recipe like, oh, that looks good. Let me just do something like that. Um, but like, when I'm trying to think of some other things. I love bike riding. I do a lot of cycling. I don't own a car. Mm. I get made fun of a lot because of mm. that, but. If I had a car, I would probably ride it once a week, mm. or even if that. Um, but for the most part, I'm a pretty boring person. When I'm not at my other job, I'm dicking, I'm taking photos, mm. like nonstop. Um, I think one day we were, I was from out from one thirty to one thirty at night, just mm. walking everywhere downtown and stuff with some friends mm. and just taking photos. Um, it's a it's a great relaxer for me. It's my drug, so. Mm. Um, that's about it. The cool. things that I do that people might not know. Have you found you've got like a big glut of images you haven't even looked at? Do you store it on your machine? Or? Um, so what I normally do, my process is, um, you know, whatever I take, like nowadays now, I'm really cautious of what I shoot. Um, so I'm very picky. Hmm. But what I normally do is I upload, I use Lightroom 6, I upload everything in there. Um, and then, yeah, I go through them. And then, you know, after I upload them, see what I want to edit, what I don't. But I keep all my images until the end of the year. Uh, and I go through them one last time, see if there's anything that might pique my interest or I might be like, oh, I can do something with this. Yeah. Um, and then I just delete them at the end of the year. Wow. I think last year I deleted over 250,000 images. Wow. wow. Um, I had a system crash a couple months ago and I had to reset everything. So... For the past three months, I've already shot thirty-two thousand photos. Wow. So it's amazing. It it, it it gets up, and then I'm slowly getting into videography, which you're mm. so much better than I am at. Oh, for now, <laughs> um, I'm slowly getting into that since I got the GoPro Hero Four Silver. Sure. It takes really great, great, great videos. Mm. So I'm slowly trying to teach myself and learn new tricks when it comes to that. Sure. But um, yeah, that's basically my process when it comes cool. to that. Yeah, I have uh, quite a bit of, uh, I have several terabytes of photos that I need to either get rid of. That I haven't even looked now, do you put them in folders? Because the way I do it, I put them in folders. So Yeah, they're in folders. Um, I've seen so many people with such like messed up catalogs that there's just all these dated folders with mm. these billion images. It, just, it drives me crazy. Yeah, well, the main thing is that just I need to go through and actually, you know, go through the raw files and just, you know, get the images out of them and use them for something. Right. And like really, Christine and I don't need to go out and take any more photos at any food places. We have plenty of backup photos. Mm-hmm. But our, our general process is that we, you know, my camera has Wi-Fi and talks directly to my phone. So generally, I take photos with my camera and then transfer it instantly over to my uh, camera phone and then go straight to Instagram. And my all intents and purposes, I'm done already. Right. But I still have all these these large format raw images that someday I may I'll do something with. But also ones I never thought of to transfer over to my phone that might actually make a great shot. True. So I just, I don't know, it's one of these things where I probably want to just delete it all. 
and just have it be gone. I don't know. I keep them for a, I would keep them over a year for a yeah. year and then delete them at the end of the year. Yeah, it's not bad. that moment you're gonna regret deleting something. Well, I actually did have an incident recently. We uh, went to Escape Restaurant, took the best photos we ever took. In fact, she took some. Christine took some, and they're just amazing. And then uh, I had a photo shoot the next day, and I thought I'd already transferred them over. I had not. Deleted them. Formatted the <laughs> SD card, and they were gone. Oh, yeah. man. That's so terrible. Sucks. And it's terrible because we actually got like a $240 meal oh, for a place for free. Um, just because, you know, they like, or like what we're doing. And like, well, you can always go back. That's why. I, 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 did go back. I did go back, but that's when I paid. There you go. I paid to some photos. They just used the uh, some pictures for Sauce Magazine. So I guess just to kind of finish things up, um, I, I have two questions left for you. Do you have any asks or requests of the people listening? Um, Anything at all? Requests? Yeah. Man, that's a hard one. I don't know. Be sure to check out my work. Uh, give you guys some support. Mm-hmm. And um, always like, you know, because I know Instagram's got a really terrible update and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Branch out and check out your local photographers that's around mm-hmm. you and stuff. Sure. Not just me, but other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, no, that's about it. I would give a shout out, if that's okay. Yeah. Yes. Um. Christian from Taco Circus. Oh, yeah. He's been one of my uh, great supports. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say. <laughs> yeah, Waffles, uh, for those of you listening, Waffles has a squeaky toy here. He's, He's killing his rabbit. I would yeah. say people at Flying Saucer, Mikey. Oh, yeah. For um, letting me photograph the dinner events and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, the hot pot, which you guys haven't gone to. We need to go, there's some places we need um, to go to, yeah. That place has been very supportive and stuff like that, and just basically everybody who was supported by work. So cool. Cool. Awesome. So then, just last thing is, where can people find you online? And if they're interested in coming along with one of your photo walks, can you tell us where to All right, contact so you? You can find me at, on Instagram at ISR Photos, and then I think my Twitter is ISR Photos. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently reworking on a Tumblr page, but mm-hmm. that's in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna be like um, like blogs, some stories, of places I've been to, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do you have a website? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like having too many social medias. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm too lazy to update them all and stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to stick to three or just yeah, just three. Mm-hmm. Um, where you can find me? Um, I'm the places I hit the most would be Delmar Loop, um, downtown. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Whatever whatever interests me, I go there. Um, photo walks wise, um, I do them every month. Um, every if you miss one, um, just keep looking on my page. There will be a video, probably the day after announcing the next one. Um, they're always on Saturdays. The only thing that really changes is the de- the times, but they're always on Saturdays. They're never on weekdays, unless I specifically say so, which is really rare. Uh, and um, that's about it. I'm everywhere and nowhere, so. Yeah. Well cool. said. Well, cool. Um, thanks for the beer. Absolutely. And thanks for coming over and chatting. Yeah. No problem. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Thanks, appreciate it. All right, that's it. Oh, God, that's on the Good job. Really? Well, you're adrenaline junkie. Good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys. Thanks for listening to our interview. If you haven't already, would you mind taking a moment to go rate and review our podcast on iTunes? That would really help us out a lot, and we would really appreciate it. Thank you. Please be sure to come back next week for another interview. But in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Thanks, guys. Have a great week.
Bye. Thank you.